2: Welcome,
3: oral Traveler, to the Nerdist Podcast, episode number 273. This is a very interesting episode, and there's a lot of huge backstory on it and that I'm excited to tell you about. But first, uh, I will say that i am uh, been doing stand-up comedy at uh, Zanies in Nashville on December 6th, 7th, 8th, and 9th, and also at Zanies in Chicago, 13th, 14th, 15th, and 16th. Gotta build up the new hour of material. Uh, my comedy special, Mandroid, airs on Comedy Central on November 10th. So uh, watch that and then come out and see me. Is that a lot to ask? I apologize if it is, but I'm still going to ask. And also, uh, Amazon.com is a sponsor for this episode of the Nerdist Podcast. If you go to this podcast page, click on the Amazon banner, and then you just shop as you normally would, you will support the Nerdist Podcast. Thank you for doing so. If you do, if you don't, I'm not going to judge you. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast was an almost tragedy uh, turned smiley face, and here's what happened. We uh, had an incredible live podcast at the Best Buy Theater during New York Comic Con. There were probably like 1,100 people there or something. It was incredible. Uh, Joel Hodgson was there. Uh, um, Guillermo del Toro uh, Travis Beecham who wrote Pacific Rim which Guillermo is is, is directing and uh, Matt and Jonah the, so many wonderful things happened during the podcast very special things and we, we go to get we finish the show and we're all just sort of high-fiving each other yay so we're so good at this Hey, let's pat each other on the back some more and then uh, Matt goes to grab the computer where he has uh, been recording the show and we uh, start listening to it and then Matt goes Wait, why the fuck did it stop recording after eight minutes? And I look, show's gone, no show, gone, none, not recorded. The the the, the computer stopped recording after eight minutes for for some reason. So, uh, in uh, feeling rage inside, but trying not to seem outwardly rageful, I went to the promoter and I was like, "The show didn't record and we lost it." You know the whole podcast thing? Not a podcast now. So we asked the guys backstage, who I guess were the audio guys or the stagehands, I'm not exactly sure whose job was what, but uh, it was the worst, most infuriating attitude you could have had about it. The one guy was like, uh, yeah, it it stopped after eight minutes, but uh, I didn't know who to tell. (laughs) I was like, someone, someone get all those people back in here get Guillermo back here we have to do this again you know I mean it was really such a not my problem kind of a thing and and I get that you know not everyone it really doesn't have to be everyone's problem although I I guess it should have been because I think that might have been his job but it was just like come on dude you know tell one person anybody that something has happened and then and don't just fucking you know like throw up your shoulders and go, well, I don't give a shit, you know, it was an expensive show to put on, and it's not like they were working for free, so I really, I had a tough time with that response, uh, I mean, I didn't, at that point, it's like, I, I couldn't even get mad, I just was like, well, there's no, okay, well, you didn't tell anyone, I mean, what, there's no, there's literally just no point in getting mad, but I am glad that, uh, I did not have, uh, fireball hands like my dark elf wizard character from Skyrim because I probably would have lit that motherfucker up! And then felt bad about it afterwards. Um, then I would have uh, resurrected him and made him a dead thrall and then he would have had to follow me everywhere and fight battles for me. Uh, that would have been the way to go. So, I was heartbroken. I, I, I really, really had... It was just one of those episodes that I really wanted to... Was excited. Super, super excited to share. And uh, then I got an idea, because we all have technology in our pockets, so I tweeted out the next day, if anyone bootlegged this show, by all means let me know, and we, we will use it, uh, because we really need it. And lo and behold... At Jim DeFalco, J I M D E F A L <laughs> C O. Like five minutes later, it goes. I recorded it, uh, and so he sent me the file. It was recorded off of his iPhone. And listen, I'll be honest. The sound quality isn't amazing, but it is listenable. Like it's, it you can you can hear it. It is it is good enough to put out. So. I would like to thank uh, Jim DeFalco for bootlegging the show and give him a high five on the tweets if if you want to. Uh, This was recorded off his phone. He got the entire fucking show, uh, and I am so thankful that he did. I don't know why he bootlegged a show that was supposed to be a podcast, but I don't give a shit why. The fact is he did it, uh, and I owe him a lot. Otherwise, this would have been lost forever. So thank you to social media, and thank you to Jim DeFalco. And thank you to bootlegging god damn it i am th- I'm maybe one of the first uh, uh artists to say thank you to bootlegging so uh, that's it. that was my long tail. I apologize, but I felt like you deserve some context in the full story and some appreciation for the guy who uh, helped make this podcast possible. Uh, and also thanks to Travis and Guillermo and Joel and, and Matt and Joan and everyone and everyone else who came to the show. Alright, here we go. It is the Nerdist Podcast number 273 with Guillermo del Toro, Travis Beecham, and Joel Hodgson live from New York Comic Con.
0: Now entering Nerdist.com
3: this press conference. Uh, Sam, we are talking to Sam back there. Is uh, one of the promoters, and uh, he's saying uh, what do you guys do, like a nerd comedy? Like Abbott, nerd Abbott and Costello? And then, uh, and then uh, Jonah went Go ahead So
4: <laughs>
5: like, yeah, we do a nerd Abbott and Costello uh, Who's up first? Third base station <laughs> to recreate the moment. Thanks I guys. God, was hilarious. Yeah. It was good. It was it's good. really you had to
3: be like there,
4: yeah. right there. You had to, really right cool.
3: there. had to be <laughs> right there. You had to be there. Yeah, just right there. Yeah. Jonah's, Jonah Jonah's very excited cuz what's across the street,
5: Jonah? Oh, oh. Guy Fieri's American <laughs> Kitchen. Shit wow. yeah, yeah. 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 Living life on nitro. Right when you sit down, you get your complimentary tequila bourbon shot.
3: <laughs> tequila shooters, bro. Hey, that's right. And the, ranch, the ranch dressing is what he uses to frost his hips.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Smash oh, mouth
5: man. plays all the time. <laughs> Check it out with some hot wings. Oh, yeah. Welcome
3: to Diners, Drivers, and Dives. I'm stealing that. That's the show. Every show. It's In a bucket full of steaks put... with a diamond fork. Every show is that, and then he goes, you gotta put pork on that? And That's his thing. Every time That's they do. That's his
5: catchphrase. So you gotta put pork on that? Might as well
3: be. Marcus will be. Marcus
5: um. <laughs> American kid. I bet they. I bet they have uh, uh, just a whole menu that's just fried. You want the fried menu? <laughs> yeah. It's fried. We painted fire on it. I'm Guy Fieri. Hey. Yeah. Is, uh, anybody? Hey! You there? want you guys? You, it's about ten minutes before you can get a table. So you want to frost your tips while you're waiting? <laughs> just, just super
3: good time. <laughs> Can you put on this uh, shirt? It has flames on (laughs) it. I'd like to see if you could just if you could just walk up and break off a piece of his hair and just chew on it. And And Then you get
5: the shittiest powers ever. (laughs) Just shitty powers. Can you fly? No, I could just sleep. (laughs)
4: That's
5: a a power. Yeah, yeah, it's campy air power. (laughs) I'm also good at skanking, man. (laughs) Guys, Badfish is coming. Yeah, black cover band. Which is weird, because, technically, the Sublime. band Sublime is now a cover band. Yeah. It's like rock and roll karaoke. The Guy Fieri 3, Sublime. <laughs> yeah, is yeah, is, yeah, is Guy Fieri know. performing in that band? It's, it looks like it. He should, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. They just look like triplets. The Guy Fieri triplets. Uh, they're, just, they're fat, blonde hair, and playing horrible music. <laughs>
3: Hanging out with my friends. Yeah. Every,
5: every band we don't like is Smash Mouth.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
3: That's true, right? I was I was on the lower That's totally Smash Mouth. <laughs> I was on the side, and, and I saw the the most delightfully Jewish name I've ever seen of a business. I wrote it down: Yonah Schnimmel's Knish Bakery.
5: Uh, I thought it was going to be Bagel, 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 Bagel. Well, uh, that's a much more racist
3: turn. <laughs> It's a a religion, not a race.
5: As he drinks,
3: (laughs) well, I switched to Heineken because that's what James Bond drinks. Heineken. (laughs) Yeah, they decided that. Shake and not stir. (laughs) No, beer doesn't work that way. Thanks,
6: corporations.
3: (laughs) Mr. Bond, beer doesn't work that way. (laughs) So, So,
4: uh.
3: Uh, I just rewatched Die Another Day yesterday, or two days ago. I don't know if you guys have watched it yesterday. Some it's worse like than some you people remember. People and uh, the Die Another Day theme song, do you remember the Die Another Day theme song by Madonna? Die another day, cause today's a poor close. day for that. Uh, at, one point, at one point in the song, she goes, Sigmund Freud.
5: What? <laughs> That's how you up the intelligence of any song.
3: <laughs> and then she goes, analyze this. Yeah, analyze this. Dude, but, but I'm Fingerman, like, what's no. your favorite De Niro Fingerman, movie? Fingerman. just
5: say, shot, <laughs> shot, 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 Sigmund Freud. Shot, shot,
3: shot. I like it's a really smart song. You guys just don't. Yeah, that's the thing in Madonna, like in Madonna's mind. She's like, to smarten up this song, I've just added the names of intelligent people. Yeah. <laughs> James Bond, Nikola Tesla, Nikola, Nikola, Nikola. <laughs> Do you have it right there? It's Nikola, 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 Nikola. Nikola. Let me skip in it, you. Yeah. <clears throat> it's it's worse than you remember. <laughs> <laughs> It's I don't remember it How about that? It's worse than that
5: What movie is this? Is this with the uh, guy From uh, Mrs. Doubtfire? Is that the Bond? Randy Lawrence? <laughs> is
4: this the one? Did you say Matthew Lawrence? No, it's said Ralph Williams What the oh, fuck are you thinking about?
5: You, you said the guy From Mrs. Doubtfire Matthew Lawrence Was in Mrs. Doubtfire and I'm What? Sorry. No, Harvey Firestein. Oh Oh, Q Listen I better call Q Let's I better call up. my lawyer uh, And get the lawyer Oh, uh, Q Get me
3: the watch That shoots lasers
5: we really gotta do this thing. With Her Majesty's Secret oh, Service. Uh, you know what? I don't feel like
3: it. I think I'll just die another day. I tell you what.
5: I tell you what. Don't talk about
7: Octopussy. I'd let him oh. blow me
5: <laughs>
3: Fuck
7: you. Uh,
5: I can think of a couple odd jobs. Why can't it be
0: Octoball?
7: It's
5: like a hit
3: list. <laughs> smart uh, guy. <laughs> smart. He's smart. You know we we should, we should have uh, We should have our first guest out right now. Um, I love I that. guess. You want to do that? Should we hum him out with music? <laughs> <laughs> music should <laughs> I don't know which music should be humming to.
5: Maybe a certain kind of theme song?
3: Do, 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 do. In the not too
4: distant future.
3: But his sponsors didn't like it, so they <laughs> shot him <laughs> in the <his> face. What's in the cheese?
7: Welcome to the show, Joel Hobson. He's
3: not dumb,
5: Chris. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Continue,
7: Joel. A little more chord. Thank you. A little more chord. Mm, thank you. More chord, please,
3: good. Uh, most people don't know that Johnny Carson reference. Uh, <laughs> Carson Daly? You mean that thing? <laughs>
5: seems to be on Carson to get waved over from the video segment.
3: <laughs> that is such an he's, gonna, he's gonna wave me over from whatever couch
7: thing he's sitting at that uh, week because they don't have a studio. Kind
3: of hoping, um, I was kind of hoping you'd have the
7: jumpsuits. Oh really? You want the jumpsuit? I got it right over there. Do you have it? Yeah, you want me to put on the jumpsuit? Yeah. let oh, yeah. do so a sexy
5: version
4: of the thing. The a movie yeah. <sighs> The worst he can fucking find. <laughs> <laughs> <obscure> <laughs> <laughs> we should, <take> we should, should talk while <laughs> I
7: do it. <laughs>. Keeping my
3: joke, care, control. The world's moving, we getting and singing for <laughs> <sesiurai> <sis> <h EKG> <acappa> And this. And this. Atlas
4: that.
3: Mad <laughs> Dog <bad, and> Glory. <laughs> to, 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 to
7: a what is this that you brought? Well, these are my 8x10s. I'm going to sign this for current.
4: you. Very current. These are my
7: the high school yearbook photos. It <laughs> <You know, what
5: laughs> looks like there's a still from the movie Phantasm. There's a little bit of a ball ahead of Are you the tall man? Yes, I'm the tall man. Yeah. <laughs>
7: Like it's working things. on a cruise ship as a magician. I'm floating a ball in this picture. I just How did you I, do how to get eight by tens? Did you just throw <laughs> it and then they took the picture? No, no, it's a, it's a I can't tell you.
4: <laughs>
7: oh,
3: um that's Chris, is this the part of the show where you get our comedy heroes to get naked in front of us? That's <laughs>
4: right. Wait,
7: wait, wait a minute, are you guys digging this shit? <laughs>
3: Oh, shit. Oh, Oh, his shirt says Austin Rocks on the back.
7: Keep it weird, Joel. (laughs) (laughs) You want some of this? Yeah. Yes. He's turning you on, you weirdo. (laughs) Oh, her. Okay.
5: (laughs) You never know if he'll fall asleep on stage. Give it up for Joel. (laughs) Yeah, they can see our yeah.
4: stuff. So. I can see he my briefs. stuff. It's,
3: it's, it's, uh, you can't don't see. see, no, because of your stuff. Joel likes a boxer brief. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just let everyone know. Also enjoys a high sock. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Tom Servo when you're no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. ah. Yeah! Woo.
4: Take your pictures
7: never realized that the jumpsuit was so short.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah, was that always the case? Was it
4: always that short? They're
3: really jump shorts. Jump chance. <laughs> They're really kind of jump shorts. <laughs> nice. Excellent. Excellent. So you should go
5: to cosplaying
3: contests and win. <laughs>
5: you look just like him. <laughs> he doesn't look that much like Mike. No, <laughs>
7: Snap! <laughs> well, I don't think mine's as loud as yours. I don't... could you make Joel's louder? Yeah. Alright, alright, I see you talk as fast as you... What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> why...
5: Why that wasn't you? I'm talking fast! In the I
4: can't be <laughs> <come> it.
7: <on>. I'm <laughs> talking words now! talk <laughs> fast. No, when I listen to podcast, you really talk fast. I you do. I talk really fast, especially the intro Park. Yeah,
3: well, I like to. My idol is uh, John Machida, the fastest <laughs> talking <laughs> man. Oh, some of micro machines, micro please. machines, micro machines. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you try to talk fast, you talk weird and
3: slow.
5: I'm not about Talk fast? Okay, here we go. <laughs> it's like the Bionic Man.
3: I'm, I'm, this is me talking really fast. I <laughs> am By
4: the
3: way, uh, there's a new... I, I, we saw a song uh, uh, on uh, iTunes. It's a top song on iTunes. We saw a song. <laughs> we didn't click listen. Uh, yeah, yeah. We were also on acid, and so God that explains how we were able to see We looked at all these smells.
6: Uh,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so, look out, Christmas shoes. There's a new heavy-handed sheriff in town, no. and it's called Beer for Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and so it's, what? it's Beer Beer with Jesus. Beer with Jesus? Beer with Jesus. Yeah. And before
4: <laughs>
3: before Chloe even clicked on it, I go, I want to tell you exactly what this song is about. It's a it's a redneck lamenting about how he just wishes he could have a beer with Jesus Christ and ask him questions about life. Oh my God! And so she starts playing the song, and it's just like, and so I wanted to ask, how do you turn the other cheek? Let's have this beer with Jesus.
7: A belligerent. <laughs> <laughs> Who is
4: single? <laughs> Never <laughs> 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 so slow.
5: Motherfucker, I a
4: place that too crowded. He's spitting on our Lord. <laughs> so we went
5: down to St. Peter's I just, Bar. I just, I just love my like, feet.
3: <laughs> He's giving it a lot of thought. Like he might fuck Jesus later. <laughs> <laughs> Got a bar that's not too crowded. Yeah. And I'll drop the roofie, in when it goes
5: to the bathroom, <laughs> now, he, you know, hes don't like a crowded bar. You know. He, he likes that's... a bar though. He likes to sit on one side of a table. <laughs> 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 you were, like,
7: drinking with Jesus, and you're like really distracted by Why? the TV. Just, it's like right beyond yeah, him so, too. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, oh, no, it's, you're it's, thinking of doing the Sermon on the Mount, okay? Yeah. Oh,
5: oh, Jesus. <laughs>
3: Jesus Glass just has the blood smear <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: on this it.
3: Kind of <laughs> I do right. get it. <laughs> yeah, we're, let's get crucified up tonight. <laughs> Post time, late night. <laughs> Jesus, I'm gonna drink this. It's your blood. It's just wine, you guys.
5: It's not really shit. hold on, give me a phone. I'm gonna text Mary Magdalene.
3: <laughs> and Jesus is like, Should I it? should I text Mary Magdalene? I wanna text her. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what? You want hot wings? <laughs> <laughs> um, that is a really bad song. <laughs> <laughs> every, every Define is... bad. <laughs> uh, it's smash Pal. Okay. <laughs> On, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited you're here, Joel. Uh, I want to bring out our next guest as well, so we have the full panel rocking. Uh, we have actually two guests.
5: Full panel rocking the night away full. with you guys at the after party. at guy American Kitchen. Yeah. Full panel rock. Tequila shooters, a guy. Yeah. Check out the Nerdist sliders. Jesus Yo. Christ,
3: drinks free. <laughs> uh, this is very exciting uh, to have this guy. Yeah, no, you can stay there. It doesn't matter. You can whatever you want. it
7: you know, you can be wherever you want. Um, our next guest. <laughs> Guys, we went through this during run through. <laughs> so Save it for the stage, man. Come on. <laughs> do it on the night. Yeah, do it on the night later. when Yeah, they're not. later. Yeah. On the real show. <laughs>
3: <laughs> where we're not doing the practice show like I'm now, where they do the pre show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do the real show. It's called a dress rehearsal. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Um, this is really exciting, you guys. Uh, there are two gentlemen uh, backstage who are working on a project together that is very relevant to your interests. So please welcome to the stage Travis Beecham and Gabriel del Toro! I, I give away be like our second best podcast ever. Yeah! After Tom Hanks. Right. Yeah. That was a pretty great one. Um, welcome, you guys. It's nice to see you. Yeah,
1: it's good to be here. It's good to be here. They, they were just saying backstage that, that you just, like, really calmly, I don't think they really cue, so it might be a good idea if you go, and then we heard the cheering, and they're like, go, go! <laughs>
4: um,
3: so, uh, uh, Travis uh, wrote a movie called Pacific Rim, yeah. uh, which Joey is <laughs> directing, and I just... I kind of want to give people a little bit of context over there. I, I just moderated the Legendary Comics panel, and, um... How'd and you get that gig? I almost said the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> how'd
4: you get that gig?
3: <laughs> I OWN YOU! <laughs> That's the laughter money causes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, we... The, you guys are doing, uh, you're doing a Pat Rems comic. That is essentially. Do you want to talk about it a little bit, Travis? Just tell people what the comic is about. Yeah,
1: sure. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be basically a prequel to the movie. So it's a. Uh, the movie it, it, it kind of drops you in. I, I love the drop in I'm a big fan of Blade Runner, you know, where it's like you, you don't you don't get the explanation. You're kind of dropped into the situation and you just follow the world as it goes. And so what that does is it leaves a lot. It leaves a lot of room open to fill in the gaps, you know, and go back and tell the backstory. And that's essentially what we're doing in the comic book is taking it from the history so you see how our world became this world
3: that you see in the movie. Yeah, because when you were working on the character bible, it was just like like a thousand pages.
8: I know we did. This one?
3: I don't know, it should be.
8: Hola! <laughs> Wait, try uh, the wireless right here. What the fuck? <laughs> well, I'll take this one. <laughs> so now we, when we worked on the... we, we developed the signage the on yeah. the robots, we needed to develop the... The tech on the robots. We, need, we needed to sign everything. Where they would be open for repair, fueling stations, uh, where they would be boarded from, all of that. And at the same time, we were developing the biographies of the characters. And there was a lot, a huge backlog of information. We generated a bible that was about a thousand pages long. Yes. We we said, and, and in the movie, when you see, there's a lot of signage on the on the on the on the tech areas where it says. Hazardous stomping danger, you know. He <laughs> has a, a Jaeger foot crunching a person, really small.
3: You could have just then, had it run on pink slime like the Statue of Liberty in Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> Does it Does not need to be refueled? <laughs> just good vibes, everybody.
8: Good
4: vibes! We did think about
8: that. <laughs> no, but, but, uh, but there's a lot of stuff that was generated that we'll find somewhere that is way into the comic. Yeah. So, uh, we showed... That,
3: well, Guillermo showed the... Uh, Pac-Rim trailer, which no one had seen except for San Diego Comic-Con. And I think what happens a lot of times is, New York Comic-Con is such an amazing convention, but it doesn't always get the love that San Diego gets, just because it's very convenient for Los Angeles to just send people to San Diego. And so, New York doesn't always get these, like, big, huge news-breaking kinds of things. And so Guillermo, they told him, they're like, I don't think we're going to show the trailer. And he was like, I'm going to fucking show it anyway. And he showed it. And people fucking leapt to their feet and went bananas. Like, it was such an amazing
8: moment. Um, It was beautiful. For a fat man of my... I was deeply moved and (laughs) shaken. I hear ya. (laughs) Ding-dongs. Winkies.
3: So, I, I know you can't, we, there isn't really much we can talk about with the, with the movie, but, you know, how's it going? Are you happy with the, the progress? Like, what well, what the best
8: wrong? experience I've, I've had in, the, in shooting a movie, uh, in, in, in all of them, uh, including Spanish language, European movies or American movies, this has been the one where I actually enjoyed the process from beginning until now, loving it. Yeah. It's literally the most fun I've had and, uh, you know, we were fully supported uh, legendary and Warners have been great and, and uh, with legendary with Thomas obviously is we, you get to geek out and you get to talk to a studio head that has sideshow toy maquettes to- 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 on his uh, shelves that he has a Jim Lee or Frank Miller original on the wall you're like wow yeah, it's wow. fantastic. That's expensive. It is. do
4: comfortable?
3: Are you guys looking forward to the porn parody Pacific Rim job? No,
5: that needs a Pacific Rim shot. How, how, how hard? How hard
7: was to go with that? It's, it's not, not like, hard at all. <laughs> <laughs> but those robots are going to be real hard when they're fucking. <laughs> it's,
8: it's, it's not like Saving Ryan Private or <laughs> uh, Home Alone or any of those. <laughs> Sweet, sweet, like, sweet homo versus
3: uh, For the listener at home, uh, Chris spent about five minutes talking about how we're all going to have 45-minute orgasms uh, before the show started. And then he said, strap on your cum boots. And I just assumed that was for protection from all the cum that would be on the floor. <laughs> Those would be cum
5: galoshes.
3: Or cum galoshes. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> uh, I loved watching uh, backstage. I'm going to turn it away from you. You always do. I feel mean, like <laughs> I say that a lot. I feel like I say that a uh, lot. <laughs> but uh, is your microphone working yet? Fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fit in great. I saw I saw Guillermo do a uh, Q and A with uh, Edgar Wright for Scott Pilgrim at the Egyptian. And, uh, fantastic movie. Great, great great movie. And, uh, the only thing I took away from it, other than the fact that it was a fantastic movie, was Gamma loves swearing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, honestly, when we, when I moderated the, the panel at San Diego Comic-Con, you burst into a tirade because you were like, what did you, remember what you said about motion capture? No.
4: <laughs>
3: and that, that happens with Tourette's, you don't remember. <laughs> you said you were talking about how the robots in Pac-Rim you were like, there was no motion capture,
8: fuck motion capture! Like, you got so mad at motion capture, you like, fuck mocap. No, but what, what, what it is, is it's difficult to do that, with, if the robots need to move like humans, then it's, I mean, they can move, move human-like, but I wanted the, the, you know, shortcut servers, and everything mechanical to, to be animated, Frame by frame. Yeah. I didn't want to go the easy route and have them move like they are, uh, you know, 200 pound uh, actors. They needed yeah. to move like they, uh, they they are 25 stories high. They cushion a little differently. You yeah. Know? They, like they would not walk normally. So it looks it looks
1: amazing. Like it looks so amazing. Like when you see when you see. Ah! <laughs> There's a lot of discussion about whether or not to go with a hat. But, uh, I feel, like, I feel like a Wrong lot of aren't going that-
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh,
5: shit, sweater vest. What's yeah!
4: that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it looks amazing. Uh, you, the, the lack
8: of motion capture really comes across because you really get the sense of the scale of these things. The same with the monsters. You know, The monsters are humanoid, but they are, the proportions are not... Like, like me they are proportional <laughs> <laughs> you said something I, I got to I had the, the
3: absolute pleasure of going to the Masters of Horror dinner that, 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 uh, it, was, it was John Landis and like a million amazing well, Joe Dante,
8: John Carpenter
3: uh, Robert Rodriguez Robert, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I don't know how you guys got on the topic but you started
8: talking about how farting in public and you're like I don't fart in Bible <laughs> I don't ever ever. ever but that, that's the tragedy of being my size you're in an elevator. Somebody farts. They look at me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's,
5: that's why you should just do it. It's going to land you anyway.
3: I can't. I can't. I am the most polite. His theory is sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you said I don't fart in public. I, don't. I just look like I do. That's
8: what I said. <laughs> Exactly <laughs> a I'm an innocent man. I only I frame fart for a crime that I didn't commit. A man fart framed for a fart crime he didn't commit. <laughs> <laughs> but those are those are fun dinners. We always have dinner somewhere in Burbank and they are the strangest ones. And some of the masters of horror are really cheap. So, so well uh, they're horror movie directors. <laughs> horror and, and they are always saying, how much do I have to tip? You have to Chuck Carpenter, come on! We're going with? the restaurant, dogs. No, no, you have to. Seriously, man.
3: But I, this is big trouble in that little Chinese restaurant.
4: Hey, nice! Nice! Wow. <laughs> I get it, but, do. but you
3: are... Know, I think one of the reasons why people love you so much, besides the fact that your movies are, are, are stunning, is that um, you are... It's like you're one of them. You're one of us. And so it's sort of like if anyone... If anyone in this community got to make a movie, it's like, you're the guy. Because you really are... Like, I get, get, like Guillermo and Joel g- geeked out at each other the second... And it was like, i movie going they're like, but I know right back at you. Like, and you guys geeked out about each other's work for a while. That was the craziest
5: make-out session I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I still don't know which one of them are. I
4: <laughs> mean, No,
8: you know, I think that... Uh, when you come in, it's like... When I was walking the floor yesterday in the comic Con, and uh, you see... Some vendors and some stands where you know that people really get it, yeah. And then you see the ones that think, "Oh, the kids, the kids are gonna like this." Right. And you can see this weird—they don't really belong with the product that seems calculated. As as a kid, you have a bullshit meter (laughs) that is really, really, extremely real, extremely accurate, and, and. the truth and, and loving the things you do are, are it's weird and it's hard, but at the end of the day it's really satisfactory because when you meet people that love what you do you know they really love it. Yeah. They're not there because they have to be sympathetic with you. No, know, they really are there to connect with you. Yeah. And, I, and, and I love it. I, my social life, other than this, is fucking 0 <laughs> <laughs> You're zero. Literally. I mean. literally <laughs> like,
0: and then I talk to this things and I
8: love like minded uh,
3: geeks. Yeah. Adam, Adam Savage tells a story about how he met you at San Diego Comic Con one year where you were like walking by or talking about and he was like, oh fuck, Garen El Toro, and you yelled back, oh fuck, Mythbusters! <laughs> <laughs> that was the second craziest makeout session I've ever seen.
7: You were present for a lot of these makeout sessions. Right? <laughs> hey, I, I- Buster's guy, absolutely.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but you—you uh, you have a. You, but you inspired Adam Savage to have a man cave, like yeah. his own. Uh, he, came,
8: he came. He came to visit Bleak House, which is the the house I bought to to gain independence from having anyone tell me what the fuck went on the walls or not. So, uh, I, I, I've been under the dominion of my mother for so many years and then I marry and my wife says, you can't put that in the kitchen. I said, I buy my house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm 43, I buy my house. <laughs> and I, 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 I bought this house and I built the secret passages. I built a room oh. <laughs> I mean, where... audience collectively
3: just went, oh.
8: <laughs> it, is, it is fucking amazing. You would pay to see this It's, house. it's really it's I, And I have a room where it rains all day. Or outside is raining 24 cents <laughs> with a surround system with thunder. Uh, uh, if awesome. anyone
1: tried to burgle it, I feel like they would open the door and see, see Samuel like snarling at no, them. The,
8: really right now they open the door and there's a life-size sculpture by uh, Thomas Kubler of H.P. Lovecraft reading a book looking straight at the person coming. <laughs> <laughs> if they open the door you should get some locks. <laughs> You turn the you turn the corner and at the end of the corridor stands the midget from Freaks with a razor blade.
4: No
8: way! That's my fucking alarm system. dude. That's just like that's like Brian Brown's apartment in FX where he's got the creature and. The... <laughs> I have a, a you know I have a ten foot tall hyper real Frankenstein head by Mike Hill staring right at you when you come in shit. So, I mean, a, a burglar going in either has to have a strong stomach or really be hungry to steal that shit. <laughs> I don't know. I'm here to steal the rain.
4: <laughs> you, you can't prince.
8: steal the rain, brother.
5: That to us all, You're right? You no, know, I'm taking it. Uh-uh, you can't steal the sky.
3: I'm <laughs> stealing the children. What? <laughs> That's a mushroom conversation. <laughs> But I, I, I discovered today in the panel that you're also a uh, a huge fan of Sid and Marty I started
8: naming <laughs> off all these uh, like Mexican like sea monsters and... Uh, when we we were exposed to everything from Popham's Stuff to Lidsville when I was yeah old. Yeah, with Hoodoo. How was... Because uh, you grew up in Guadalajara, is that right? Yeah. So what, like, what, what
3: culturally influenced you? Like what, what of our stuff did? First of all, you're you bilingual in, in a way that, like, I don't—I can't imagine directing in another language. Like, how do you?
8: How would you always speak English, or how did? It? I, I started. I started learning English with, um, with um, Well, in Mexico, we subtitled the movies, so I would watch the uh, Universal Monster movies every Sunday and read the subtitles and listen. And then I started buying uh, Famous Monsters of Film and, and Mad Magazine, and I literally got a dictionary uh, from my father's library, and I started translating like that and I'm self-taught and so it, it was it took many years and I never lost the accent but, but I'm, I I really love writing in English when we write the screen novels I, I love I, I, I writing screenplays is super hard but literature writing fiction is fantastic and and uh, you know it's the monsters that did it it was either Alfred E. Newman or, or uh, Basil
3: Gold was covered <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you $50 and you say all that and then at the end say, thanks, Rosetta Stone. <laughs> 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 hey, where would
8: I be? i Rosetta Stone. Snip, snip, <laughs> I want to learn Japanese, though. Oh, yeah. I can say Chotomate. I just know... And I can sing the Totoro song. <laughs> Is that guitarist? Aruko, Aruko, Watashiwagin ki, Aruko, and Itsuki, don don ego o? What does this say? It's the song in the opening. What the fuck? I don't know what they say. <laughs> they don't have melodies in <laughs> Japanese. I do. But, but I can't. Say if I sang, it would be with a mariachi, and I need a couple of together. <laughs>
5: can you bring those over there? The mariachi, not the together. We'll just hand over to.
3: Frosty nice. nice. <laughs> stack. I heard that uh, in the panel, uh, you uh, you loudly exclaimed something that is one of my favorite things I've heard. in many so far? It was a guy who was talking about Sid and Marty Cropp and he mentioned stacks and you go, I
8: fucking love SLEESTACKS! Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the 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 suits were great because the the eyes had so much depth. Yeah. The, those those acrylic eyes. Yeah. They i haunted me all my life. <laughs> I have a... I, have the, I don't wear it, but I have, <laughs> have those nastiest sleeve-stack belt buckle. <laughs> oh, my God! With the big eye.
3: Where did you get that?
8: In a, in a, can I do, I do a commercial? It's a, sure. Yes. It's a little store in Bourbon called Hyena. It's a gallery. Oh, yeah. They have a great... Uh, they have it in bronze and silver. I wisely chose drugs. <laughs>
7: Oh my God, that's
3: awesome! Yeah,
7: that's, I actually met Marty, Sid and Marty Croft, and uh, I asked him about the stack costume, and he said he had one, but it smells really bad. <laughs> those, those creatures would smell really bad. No, but it's from the guy who wore the costume.
8: <laughs>
7: <laughs> they
8: that? hired some homeless guy to yeah, play yeah. the stack. No, in fact, in fact, this is true. When we do a creature suits in the movies. At the end of the day, the performer loses, and it sounds great in the EPK. I mean, he lost five pounds of sweat every day, yeah, but when you need to rinse the area where the ball sack out, they rinse it with vodka. Oh, really? Seriously, vodka or high-octane alcohol, and, and I don't want that job. <laughs> you know,
7: you can hire people to do that. You're a high-octane yeah,
8: then we then we got the on Sunday and they tell me you're That's traditionally the screenwriter's job, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but truly, a uh, uh performer is like yeah. nothing good
3: fresh. So with a with a movie like uh, with a movie like Hellboy um is you know, so many scenes or especially especially Hellboy Two where there's like the, you know, sort of up the creature quotient. Um, what you know, like what? What's the pro- does that? How much time does that add when you basically are directing like a Muppet movie? Kind of huge. A
8: yeah, huge. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you. Like we have Abe Sapien who can't see. He has two pinholes. And um, then you have Johan with a with a gigantic uh, Mysterio head from, with full of smoke and zerbos and he can't see except for another. and the, and Johan throws a bag at Abe in one scene. I will tell you about it later. <laughs> take, take 20 <laughs> go by and, and it's like that it's like when, when you're working with a normal situations you go, you go from here to here you sit down but when you're working with a creature it's like you grab them by the shoulder you have to map it out like you would be if they couldn't see yeah. and they need to count the steps they need to know where the chair is without making it look like they don't know it multiplies the time of the shoot enormously what was it that sort of,
3: uh, what was it,
8: things like Sid Marty Krupp, like what inspired you to,
3: to, because so many of your films have that, there's an, there's, there's one special element like that that I think you know, has become sort of synonymous with your... I think
8: the movie that changed my life in that respect was Planet of the Apes, mm-hmm. and, and, and beneath the Planet of the Apes. The moment when, when uh, the guys remove the masks and the skin is raw underneath, I, I, I dream about it still. I I love it. And Planet of the Apes, I, I could watch endlessly in a loop for the rest of my life. I I love running my cowl You know. And, and oh, that Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Sorry, I was a fan with the, the Marky Mark
5: one. Because <laughs> I was like on board until then.
8: <laughs> no, but is really John Chambers? I think remains one of the really top makeup artists that ever lived, and he's. Not recognized as much as he should be. Yeah. You know, I think Argo will be interesting to see because of that.
3: So. How do you, uh, because you're such a fan of stuff, uh, because you're such a fan of comics I know, and with video games uh, and, and, and film, like, it, how do you find time, like, because, because you have to create so much, so when do you get to be a consumer? When do you get to it, it, like take things in? Do you still have to make time for it? Yeah, that?
8: Uh, no, thankfully my 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 daughters love the stuff,
4: so my, my, we play
8: video games together. We watch some we're the old movies together. Right now they love um, uh, black and white anything And the house. They, they adore it. And we watch, like we religiously watch Adventure Time.
4: <laughs>
8: Which I, I think is, is truly a masterpiece. And I say it without any hint of just gigdom is the freedom, the way they associate things, the innocence of, uh, and at the same time, the, the sort of gleeful perversity. It's just amazing, I mean, I, I have my strange figures at the office, oh, Wow! And, but but we do that, and then... Uh, uh, but just, I just want to throw a concept at you, <coughs> I'm actually an adventure time
3: movie. All right, anyway, play with whatever you want. Right right?
8: <laughs> but, but I also, I love, the, the thing that I don't do as much as I used to is, I, I have my painting model station, I love paint to paint models. I don't have time for that much more, but, but I have my... One Phantom of the Paradise pending. Phantom of the Paradise! I, I, that's the only movie... With, I own a 35mm print. Oh, okay. really? Yeah, and I, awesome. and I have a, two of the Phantom masks, um, replicas, I have um, the action figures that they oh, made yeah. it from. I'm a, Do you I'm have Brian De Palma's crane as well? No, <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I, I, I've had a dinner with Paul Williams a couple of times, oh, just awesome. to, to geek out and say... <laughs> swan, swan. <laughs> he's like I don't care as long as you pay for the meal <laughs> I, 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 lo- I love that movie with all my heart it's a great movie. It's an incredibly romantic movie
3: is there any part of you that's sort of <laughs> where you're like someday I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a big director just so I can meet all the people that I've <laughs>
4: yeah
8: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's literally I, I love working and meeting the people I admire and, and contrary to what I mean I've been disappointed very few times most of the time I meet somebody and, uh, you know, I, we hit it off, really. And, and we become friends. Who is the most disappointing, Sean? <laughs> <I don't laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it happens. But uh, uh, amazing, like, John Landis is a great friend. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I really adore him. Like, uh, Joe Dante, Carpenter Cronenberg is truly, truly a great guy. Yeah. He's constantly giving <laughs> me some life advice. <laughs> like when when Pans was going to Cannes, I stopped in Toronto, and he said, "You know, be prepared. Fantasy is never going to win that festival, so don't get your hopes up." And hopefully, and and he it was wise. <laughs> it was wise for him to say. That. He's a great guy.
3: Yeah. Um, did you? Uh, I. I... Kronos was a great movie, by the way, and I, I was kind of looking at like, uh, I mean, obviously in other movies, I'm sure you all know Guillermo, but you know, Mimic or Blade Two, but uh, there was a movie that I hadn't seen that I saw on your IMDb page that I wanted to ask you about because I loved the description of it so much. Uh,
8: oh, by the way, I'm gonna give you a, a piece of news nobody knows. They'll probably kill me for it, but uh, Criterion is doing Devil's Backbone. Oh, really? Oh. This is my favorite movie ever. That's your favorite movie. Yeah, That's my favorite sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, because
3: the one that I saw was yeah. called uh, Geometria. Oh, yeah? And, and, the, and 1987, nine minutes long. Here's the description. A boy is tired of failing geometry, so he summons a demon.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
8: Been there, done it's that. True. It's true. It's in the Chronos uh, Blu-ray DVD. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I included it. It's a movie I did for uh, $2,000. And uh, I, I did all the makeup effects. I did some of the lighting. I built the sets. And my mother is the main character, <laughs> and he's uh, the mother of the kid. Wait, did she, she put the demon? the demon is played by a friend. Uh, the brother of a friend is a boy with a wig, and, and I, I, all the voices in the short is me, because it, is, 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 it was shot in fake Italian. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in fake Italian with yes. some titles, so I make the voice of my mother, the kid, the demon. Geometria, now in faux Italian!
4: <laughs>
8: <laughs> when you
3: find, you know, because, so, I mean, like your earlier work, you're, you're, your hands, are, you're, on, you're in it. Like, you're, you're doing most of the stuff and you're crafting it. You're sort of like, you're creating kind of a moving sculpture, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, when you can make a movie like Pac-Rim and you're given, you know, a massive budget, do you feel oddly like that's limiting in a way? Because I sometimes think the less money you have, less resources, it kind of can force you to be more creative. So is it is it unnerving a little bit when you have all of the resources in the world?
8: Not well. First of all, your duty as director, no matter what you're doing, if you're doing a two thousand dollar movie or or a hundred million dollar movie, you you need to make sure that your ambitions are far far uh, bigger than <clears throat> the budget.
4: Yeah,
8: you need to try and make it look twice as big. So no matter what the budget, I'm always counting the number of cars, of extras, counting the days, trying to do double, uh, double shifts, whatever it needs, it needs to be. So no, and in the case of pac Rim, knock on wood, so far so fantastic because we got away with some really, really crazy shit, <laughs> really seriously crazy shit. So uh, in the, and I, I think it's been the best experience also because uh, I really can say this enough. Thomas, Toll and John Dashney yeah. are real, real fans. Yeah. So I could I could go to Thomas and and it's the first time I would be arguing with a, a, a studio head saying no, 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 keep that, <laughs> don't lose it, find something else. It was it was really great to do that, and we have a couple of really deranged uh, set pieces. I mean, I know. You listen. I mean, I don't know. If, I
3: don't know if people believe me because now Legendary owns our company, but it's. It, it, I don't I think believe you. <coughs> I mean, honestly, like the like Thomas will literally say, like, you know, you gotta you gotta make your own vision, and you have like he's such a. You sit with him, and you you run out of the room, and you're just like, i want to punch the moon because yeah. he's like, think <laughs> as big as you can possibly think, and then go bigger and do whatever you want to do, and we just want to support. that It's fucking crazy. Well, why would you punch time? the moon? Why would you beat up the moon, man? <laughs> Conversations I, I had with Thomas. And,
1: you know, you're used to some pretty like, pedestrian conversations going in and having meetings with, with execs and, and that sort of thing. And and Thomas, like, I remember it was a development meeting about the Pacific Rim. Um, he goes, he said, now, been thinking about how this thing works. Is it anything like quantum entanglement? And I'm like,
4: uh, <laughs> well, yeah, but you
1: wouldn't put that in the script because. No, I mean, like, he really, he had—he—he he comes at it from, like, a really earnest place, and, you know, it's just been a very, very fun. And Look,
8: from the beginning, uh, having I have had two perfect experiences shooting. Devil's Wagon was one, because Pedro Almodovar produced it, and he was truly like a guardian angel. He was sure that we got what we needed. He was not interfering. He was a director. He is a director, so he knew... <laughs> how to produce for a director. And it was an amazing experience. And the other one is Pacific Rim. Because uh, basically, if I needed Thomas, or I needed help, I would call and they would be there. Other than that, they wouldn't be there. yeah And I was super happy to run the set with the same freedom I would run an independent movie. I would say, ah, eh, we're not doing those pages, we're doing this other, we're doing this in the other room, ah, eh, let's change the dialogue like, complete freedom. It was fantastic. So how, uh, you know,
3: with 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 any movie, but but in particular, you you must have to like going in. Your vision must be so crystal clear because you just there is no room for like
8: eh, I don't know. That's why you don't you don't ever you should never ever ever make a movie you don't really want to do. I don't understand how anyone can do a movie by just by a decision of career because I think. I think shooting is a, is a movie a movie is, a, is like fucking at some point you, you cannot fake a boner <laughs> I mean you, you're
5: into it tonight everybody <laughs> when you leave tonight remember that yeah. <laughs> like
4: Leslie Newsom
8: said I fake everyone on my organ
5: yeah. <laughs> if you fake a boner it's a phoner
3: <laughs> you can fake an organ you can, sure, you orc- boner, you can be, be like oh! Done. Here comes the finish. You cannot fake a boner. I don't know if that. It's impossible. You almost took that Wow! I
4: am face- coming. Whoa!
0: Hey, lady! Hey, lady!
3: Whoa, lady! Put on your cup galoshes!
8: What happens is, is when you... Can I finish? Have I finished here, though? You get
4: asked, you get
8: asked, like, 500 questions a day. Um, and a lot of them... You can be quick about the decisions you make, but instinctively, and this happens, the more experience you get, the, the smoother it gets. Uh, the decisions are very accurate and well-considered, even if you have to take them fast, like color. Everybody comes at you and your job is to have all the, all the answers and have all the right answers all the time. Like Literally, when you're directing, everybody's coming uh, from right, left, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> my second language. Get your
5: fucking heads out of the gun. Yeah, when I direct, everyone's coming. Oh my
4: God, I'm a G.
7: i got a question for director of Pacific Rim Jones. <laughs> I got a question. You did Cronos before uh, Hellboy, right? Yeah. And when did it dawn on you that Ron Perlman... You said, shit, he
8: looks just like Hellboy. <laughs> no prosthetics? It, it, was, it was really, it was really. From it was the beauty and of, the the movie, of the Beast series, wasn't it? They, they took his wig off. When, <laughs> when, you know, there's a, when Ron and I first were, uh, when we were post producing Ron's and we went to a party, the, the opening party for Reservoir Dogs. Uh, Quentin was there and, and he, we, he had just shown the movie for the first time and we were trying to get in. We didn't have an invite. So I said to Ron, you, you should get in because you're famous. He says, I'm doing a fucking TV show. <laughs> and he was the beauty and the beast just finished. And we walk in, I go behind and the, the bouncer says, I know you, you can go in. And then he says, but what, what are you? He says, I, I do I'm an actor. He says, no, but what's what here? He says I'm on TV. He's walking up the stairs. And the guy says, I know who you are, you're that motherfucking lion dude!
4: (laughs) (laughs) Very respectful.
8: You
5: should do a show called That Motherfucking Lion Dude. (laughs) I'd watch it. It's exactly
8: like The New Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's the European title. Ron, the moment I I, I approached Larry Gordon and and, uh, they said, you can do the movie because I love the comic with a passion. The moment it was accepted, I said, I want Ron problem to be the, the, the Hellboy and that's why it took eight years. It took eight years to make Hellboy because every single meeting on every single studio was no, no to Ron Promen. And uh, the, the weekend, Blade to open, and we opened number one. I called Ron and I said, either we get this thing greenlit next week Oh, we're never going to do it. And literally, the week uh, late to open, and uh, it opened big, uh, we got elbow group. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, it, like, when you're... It's so
3: I just feel like with so many other mediums, you can make stuff and turn it around a little bit quicker. I mean, television takes a, a little bit of time. But, you know, like you said, eight years, or, you know... How long have you been working on pack rim? Now? About two and a half. Yeah, so, you, you know, you're investing a, a massive chunk of your life in a movie, do you feel any risk at all, or do you, is it just like head down, do your job? You know, like he's in all... a
8: room where it rains all the time. <laughs> you cannot be rational and make movies. You cannot be be socially apt and make. Movies. You you have to love it so much that you don't want to spend your time doing anything else. Yes, absolutely, like, it's a perfect. It's a perfect look. If you're gonna bet, you you should bet for the extraordinary in your life, you know, like, there's a lot of guys that can be better, more sociable husbands or fathers. I may, I may be crappy at some of it, but I love, I, they, fortunately for me, my family is a, a circus family. They travel with me, they love it, they, they, they know I arrive at 2 a.m. and get, go to work at 4 a.m., they lift the big weights. One of them's a lizard girl. <laughs> you know, I'm very happy about that.
3: I was just, I was just wondering. Like, I was, I feel bad for a director, like if they, if they work so long in a movie and it doesn't turn out quite the way they wanted. Yeah, that was my like, biography recently.
8: <laughs> it happened Yeah, well, the mountains, mountains of madness. We've been trying for 13 years now. Good God, 13 oh, God. years, and uh, we came very close uh, right before back and uh, it, it collapsed uh, when we were, I was a scouting in a helicopter, the glaciers, when we got the phone call to come back to LA and have a meeting. We were opening the offices the, the week after. Well, uh, I hate when bad news comes in a helicopter. In the helicopter, in <laughs> the glaciers, my, and, and, and I said to my wife, I'm going to pack my thick pants, <laughs> and I go with my, with sweatpants. I, my legs went completely numb in the middle of the excursion and scouting. I regretted bringing my... And now to this day my daughters and my wife say, pack your thick pants. <laughs> <laughs> but does
3: that stuff, I mean, are you... Can you kind of roll with that stuff? or No, I, I, I was
8: really, really, truly affected by, by the uh, fallout of mountains. But that happened on a Friday and Monday I was on, on board a pack rim. I was already producing and Developing along with, with Legendary and Travis, but uh, it really affected me. It's the, the first time <coughs> in my life when when I truly, for two days, I was completely depressed. Deeply, deeply, deeply depressed. And then I said, I gotta go and shoot. I love this movie. And uh, for the longest time, as we were designing pac and I was just producing, I was thinking, who is the bastard that is going to take all these great designs and enjoy them? And, you know, when it happened, I was uh, quick and happy, but for for that weekend, it was a weekend in hell.
3: Well, people or in, in, the the rain. Rain. in the rain
8: room. In the rain room. I was sad in the rain room. Right. It was always could, sad in With, with way, the rain you With know, the rain, you couldn't see my tears. The yeah. so rain is tears, it bro. Like, it's like he's it's
1: just sitting it's just sitting in a room and he's like, Something's wrong. And he just flips the switch. And it starts raining out the window.
5: Looking because out the window. Cats and dogs in here. And he looks over and he goes, Shut up,
8: Lovecraft. Quiet, <laughs> <Lighted> Hans! <laughs> <laughs> Stop mucking me!
3: <laughs> well, I think, I think just, just watching people in San Diego and watching people at New um, York Comic Con today, they are... Weird. Yeah. <laughs> they are excited about... I think they're excited about Pac Grimm... Because I think it's a movie that they really want. Like that, you know, no one's really done like a great giant, like kaiju movie in, in a way that we feel like technology should have given us by now. What about robot jocks? <laughs> <laughs> Two shit. It's always either monsters or yeah. robots. It's never quite... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, obviously, you know, there were... There was maybe one sequence, and the first Transformers were like, Okay, that sequence, that sequence is pretty cool. But then it's just like, it's like, NO! That's not that's not what, what I mean! What sequence did you
7: see that was pretty cool? It's the,
3: it's the sequence where, um, there's just chasing down the freeway with Oh yeah, that's, oh, yeah. that's a... And he's got, he does the like, running. I like Travis. when the Transformer pees oil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why
1: so does the old ones funny. have beards? It doesn't make any sense, Travis!
4: Don't think about it!
3: They didn't have a mechanic come along and make a goatee. Like when does
4: my car get old enough that it has a beard? <laughs> Wait, so you're saying
3: that there are no robot
5: beards in heaven? <laughs> Why? <world. laughs> because it doesn't.
1: It doesn't a beard. Of beards. All the you have beards. Oh, Megatron, wouldn't it be wild to grade against some robot pussies?
4: <laughs>
3: oh, <Megatron. laughs> John, what am I going to do with oh, a of jazz? This is how I talk for some reason. I am... I am Smirnoff, what the country robot! Hey, let's go to the moon, let's get Buzz Aldrin in this to fuck over Matt Myra.
5: Everyone's out to get you, huh? No, just Buzz Aldrin.
3: Do your, kids, do, your, do your kids appreciate wait, they, they were having this great conversation Joel and uh, and, and Guillermo uh, William of the Bull, I believe yeah. um, Were uh, having this great conversation About how Joel said You thought you thought your kids would really dig Mystery Science Theater You're like, hey, look what your dad did, this cool thing And they were like, not having it <laughs> yeah, they didn't, no. Hey, no offense, <laughs> your kids are fucking idiots then <laughs> I'm not
8: sure we're take that <laughs>
4: Well, it's
3: kind of weird. If, like if Joel, if you were talking over your you
7: talking over. and they would have been like, "Dad, you're already doing this." Yeah, I would kind of through a single Mystery Science Theater with my kids. Really? Yeah. Oh, fucking hate. kids.
3: Joel, yeah. um, so <laughs> I have a pamphlet for you about adoption.
4: <laughs> what?
3: Joel's, yeah, theory, Joel's theory is that kids just naturally don't aren't into what their parents do, and Guillermo's theory is that. They don't understand the concept of B movies in the way that we had when we were growing up.
4: No, they got the
3: Transformers. Well, they got B
4: movies. <laughs>
3: oh, sorry,
5: you didn't say d movies. I hate <laughs> Transformers. Oh, really going out of the limb there by hitting Transformers, huh? <laughs> if well, I mean, I don't have to see them socially. Gamma light.
8: <laughs> I have no social life. <laughs>
5: He's always fucking zero. <laughs> well,
3: over, uh, Wait, the ghost dog of the from our dinner. The ghost dog our dinner social life for It's a pretty good social life. <laughs> I think it's not too late to put a 25-story Tom Servo in Pacific Rim. <laughs> in Pacific Rim.
4: <laughs> just, uh, just in the
5: background. Right? Just, just, back, back. just in the background somewhere! <laughs> you, you, just, you just hear it so late. I'm
4: huge.
3: like, <laughs> you would just see for a split second. Like, you'd have to <took> freeze for him, this <laughs> it.
8: So so that's crow. a yes. I can take that as a yes. He said
4: he liked Crow. So. Yeah. <laughs> <kind of> cool. <laughs> Who, which was your favorite of the robots to
7: design? Joel. Oh, um, well you know, the c- Crow came right out. He was just as he is. Pretty easy much. Birth. Easy birthday. Yeah. yeah, easy birthday. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and then, and, and, to and the Tom Servo to was preach. actually a ba- the first the first show. We did, Tom Servo was actually at a different head, and it was a baby robot called Beeper. And, um, and Josh Weinstein, who did uh, both Gypsy and Beeper, it just wasn't happening, it was really clear, and um, I just took Beeper home to my shop, <coughs> popped off the head, put on the gum machine, <laughs> put it, to Tom please. Servo. You killed Beeper. Kill you a baby. Please, Father, don't
4: kill me.
7: I had Jello today. <laughs> I'm imagining, I with a I'm
3: imagining you, you <laughs> killing Beeper in my head is like Tim Robbins getting killed by Tom Cruise in War of the Worlds. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Real quiet like. Yeah. So it's
7: so pretty, pretty much, much it. you standing in a gumball machine like what am I going to do for the next No, I just had one of those uh, gumball machines sitting on the shelf. I looked at it and I go... Yeah, that'll work. And they, so it was like the, the jaw was great because it had a spring in it already, and I just attached a, a string to it, and it worked like a perfectly perfect little And that was it. And you know, because we did twenty shows locally, and so that's kind of where we figured it out. And then later. We got the money to do it. Get pe- got paid to do it, and that's when I painted them and got them nice. Was there
3: ever? Was there ever? A, was there ever a, did anyone ever pitch a joke that
7: his head is always
3: full of gumballs? Every time he opened his mouth, they just fell out. Every yeah. <coughs> it's in the opening. Oh, oh, look at the. Open. I guess maybe it's that's where, where I got top, it. <laughs> talk like, like about it. having a theme song. We were like, not nah, too distant. Like we would explain the plot. Yeah. What you guys <laughs> talk over movies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why do you just watch them? Why do you guys? Comments at these crappy movies. Like, you can really make them funnier.
7: Yeah, we got we got a, actually got a phone call like early on, and a woman thought she was losing her mind. <laughs> Back then, it just what the only thing that came across the screen was like the severe storm warnings, you know, across the bottom of the screen. And so people, when they see silhouettes and people talking, this woman really thought she was losing. Her mind. <laughs> Is this happening at the station?
3: <laughs> was that was that David at the dentist? Did he call in? Too? <laughs> Is this real life, Joel? Fifteen years before I'm born. Uh, Charlie bit someone's finger. <laughs> uh, you're also a Valve fan too, right? What's your favorite Valve game? Oh man. he said vowel. We're wow. a big fan of vowels, so huh? Wow. Cool. You, you. consonants. I? Why? Because like it's only sometimes. Sometimes, why? Yeah.
8: <laughs> no, I like, I love uh, Left 4 Dead and uh, Portal. <laughs> And that's why and, uh, when we were creating the voice for the AI of uh, the main robot in Pacific Rim, I, I called Val and I said, is it okay if I use Gladys? Oh. oh. And, uh, and uh, we, we called him and McLean and we've, we've done two sessions. Oh, shit. Awesome. would you just
5: say, Fuck oh, no. And, uh, and then, like, would you just go get a sound-alike?
8: <laughs> well, I, wanted, I wanted it to be specifically her. Yeah. I think the the... What is great about Portal, aside from the gameplay, is how much character yeah. they have, you know, and it's, it's great interaction, uh, and it's a family experience. We all play, we all play Portal. And, and my daughter loves, loves it when I lose. So I, <laughs> loves, and when you say we
5: all play Portal, you mean your family watches you play Portal? <laughs>
8: you, you believe it or not, but like, when we play a scary game, my two daughters say, you played, we'll coach you. <laughs> so I'm like, no, 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 now shoot it, shut it, I'm shooting
3: it! I think the most amazing thing about Portal is that, the, the, it's like you said, the, the, these characters who have no real moving, articulating vows or features... Just very simple designs are
8: so expressive, super expressive, and, and the design work in Portal is amazing. And uh, the stuff in Left for Dead, some of the, I hate normally cinematic little interludes, you know, like, but those are great. And and the uh, and the design of the characters is fantastic. You know, the jockey or the, uh, you know, the tank, which is like Hanover Fist by Bernie Wrightson. Yeah, so. I, I love those things and and. Uh, and you get to know the characters eventually, like, like I always, I'm always Francis on the first one. <laughs> always like, I'm Francis, I don't give a fuck what I'm like, Inside of me I'm Francis. And, so, you know, and in the you, second one, I coach. Uh, are you going to start doing uh, video games at any point? Yeah, and we've been developing, uh, we developed something with THQ and then THQ went through the whole journal management change and all that so Somebody we just
3: booed THQ's Turmoil.
8: Booed Turmoil! We hate Turmoil. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they, they went through a complete uh, change and uh, now we're looking for another developer to, to do it. We took uh, all the assets that we did and we're looking. Valve? Huh? Valve? I would love that. I mean, look, I, I love that we have a great kinship, but I don't, I don't want to impose my
3: my visit, Chris. Okay. You can't just say words. Valve, true.
8: Valve, valve,
3: valve, valve. valve, the syllable. Valve. Yeah. I'm like a character in an old eighties cartoon called Valve, but I just say my name. That's my only thing.
4: Valve.
3: Valve. Valve. Valve is vulva. Um, well, I'm. I'm actually. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm podcasting.
4: I'm best cool. friends with. What
3: did I say? It sucks because you're fucking. That was exactly what I was doing. Uh, uh, no, I was. We're going to podcast Gabe Newell in, in a few days, and uh, and I just I, I would like to casually throw it out there, like, hey, does McVeigh work? He's probably doing it. Why am I Paul Tompkins all of a sudden? Uh, <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I just might throw it out there. Just might throw it out there because I, I would imagine he's probably a huge fan of your work as well. Wouldn't presume. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what else? Uh, can you talk about anything like what stage of the movie you're at right now, or like because it doesn't come out until 2013. Yeah, yeah. No,
8: we, we are uh, we are deep in pre-production and post-production. We finished. Uh, I finished my my cut. And the movie is uh, right now two hours five. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and uh, it's about refining that until until we come out. We have uh, every uh, three times a week. Uh, we have uh, an hour long. Uh, conversation with ILM, going through every piece of animation and every two weeks I go to San Francisco spend a day there with them, going through the animation Uh, and we're managing every shot acting, pantomime, weight, physics, dynamics uh, camera moves, blah blah blah, everything and uh, fortunately for me in the last couple of of years I've been really involved in animation and uh, it's helped me a lot uh, beyond just a couple of shots to be able to, uh, to manage the, the animation language and the, and the crafting of it a lot more. You
3: know? What is it about, what is it that you think, why do you think this kind of movie hasn't been done
8: right yet? I think that, uh, seriously, I, I, it's gonna sound like what you said, that we, but it needs, it needs to have uh, um, the creative part I think a lot of people would want to do but the part where the studios make the decision. You need somebody like Thomas and John and Legendary to go and say, do it. And do it. Normally uh, you're fighting for the movie to be more conventional, for the movie to be the, and, and who has done a movie like that? There's a thing in Hollywood, they call it the comps, and they say, this movie looks like that movie that was done five years ago, and that movie that was done 10 years ago, and they made $50 million, So we can give you 40. Mm-hmm. That's the way they make a decision normally. It doesn't come from the gut. It doesn't come from the passion and the madness. And I don't think this movie would exist without Legendary. Yeah. I really don't. Um, well, I mean, again, I know people are to be like, "You just do it in conversion for Legendary," but it really does. Like
3: that, I, I don't know what else to say. I don't anything. give a fuck. Is real. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a fuck. But the footage looks great, and I really hope that you know. I don't know when it, when it's when when people are going to be able to see it, but it, but I think when they do see it, they'll be like, "Oh fuck, okay," you know. I mean, you
8: really have to. You, you have to find that that is is, is uh, uh, the tragedy the tragedy of uh, the craft that you that you need to have a, an artistic or storytelling component, and you have a financial yeah. component, and you definitely need somebody in the financial side to say yes to your idea. And that's a tragedy. That's why normally you get more freedom doing things like Devil's Backlone or Pan's Labyrinth where you go... And this is where he shoots the girl repeatedly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the ending. This is Here's your happy ending, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, 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 and normally that doesn't come uh, that way unless you're financing independently. But uh, it's the same with The Strain. The Strain was pitched uh, as a three-season idea to Fox, They, I met with the head of Fox at the time, and uh, he said, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. we want something with vampires, but can you make it a comedy? <laughs> and I got the fuck out of there. <laughs> and then I said, I'll, I'll write it and co-write it. We did the, the three novels, and now we're back at FX. And the person in charge of FX, uh, John Langreff, completely got it. Completely got it, and, and the meeting was fantastic, and immediately... You need that part of the equation to be involved. Carter is yeah. on there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool. That's yeah, cool it's guy. very cool. Yeah, I geek out little bit. <laughs> you spend a lot of
1: time hunting for the right for the right producer. It's it's like it's I, it sort of it, it cracks me up late, like whenever like fans are like oh the screenwriting is so bad because nine times out of ten they haven't read the script like they're they're watching the movie which is the end result of a lot of like usually a lot of like bad decisions from the higher you know, non-creative type levels who are like, oh, well, you know,
3: this love story
4: doesn't make sense, so let's downscale. Let's
3: give it a pet dog. Let's... (laughs) uh, More fun, more, you know... And then they spend an extra million dollars trying to find the right dog. It should be orange.
5: No, I don't want... No, no chihuahuas are big right now. (laughs)
8: Get it, what I just said. I I tell you, I tell you one thing. (laughs) There there are some studios, uh, some of the practices that happen is they will... To, to use some imaginary numbers, but they will spend ten on the movie and twenty on the research.
4: Yeah,
8: you know, and you go, why, why? And, and, and it's, it, it, when it becomes a committee, when it needs to accommodate the way sixty people see it, it's really hard. It is it, it, not conducive to to making movies that reflect who you are. Yeah. You know, but but it's, it's uh, fortunately the one thing you learn after the time is to say the, the most fabulous word in the English fucking language, which is no. <laughs> no. And fuck no is even better. I think it, I think it might be no in other languages, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know, the other day uh, I was really enjoying just the fact that uh, uh, we were we were watching the cut and there was uh, a sequence that was playing a little too long, but I think it's right. And, uh, and I said, no, we're not changing it. And just uh, Thomas immediately said, that's it's your cut, you do what you want. So it's happy moments right now.
3: How do you stay passionate about a project when you are working on it for three years? And, and not kind of start to kick out about some other idea halfway through and go, oh, I really want... Like, How do you keep focus? Well,
8: uh, uh, production is uh, sacred. Pre-production, you can you can actually do little things here and there, but uh, post-production too, but in production is 24-7, you're completely dedicated. You know, uh, the movie is real until until it really gets the green light, the green light. These movies are weird. They are like a lizard; they don't move, they don't move, they don't move, and then they <laughs> <go> like, <that. laughs> and like holy shit, it's over. <laughs> but it can stay without any movement on the studio for ten years, and then all of a sudden you're in the in the premiere. Yeah. So it's 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 weird. You have to always be able to almost uh, have something that you can work. At another level, like producing something or being involved uh, in writing, you know, you can do it in pre and post, but you cannot do it absolutely on on production. Well,
3: I think what I'm sort of realizing is that, like, the thing that you guys all have in common is just the idea that, uh, you know, you, you two, is you had a very specific idea about what you wanted to do, and you were able to make it, and no one interfered, and so, and then that's why it was successful. So there is sort of a, you know, like what. What do you think it's going to take for for most studios to kind of go? All right, we'll step back a little bit and sort of let the create. It just doesn't work that way. Nothing. Nothing.
1: Yeah. It's well. I mean, that's what I think. That's what makes good things good is that good and great, by its very nature, has to be uncommon. It's the other end of the curve, and you know if. If, if all studios started doing things In a way that was conducive to greatness Then it would become ordinariness And and super greatness would be the new great you know? Ooh, so,
5: super greatness
1: yeah, That's, uh, that's
5: one step below ultra super greatness
3: <laughs> Super ultra greatness
1: Yeah And so it's like
3: That's the band that got me off One Direction Was super great <laughs> That's what makes it That's what makes it special. That's what makes it special. <laughs> don't glare at me, Joe Ray. Hard to be dropping a One Direction ref. <laughs> hey, I, I got the internet. I don't know what their ridiculous British teen pop sounds like, but I know that... You know it's British teen pop. That's yeah,
4: enough. <laughs> More than I
3: know, I didn't know they were from fucking England. Yeah, well, because I have a YouTube channel, and then when I'm kind of surfing around, I'm like, what other channels are doing well? And you're like, Hundred million views for a bunch of British kids jumping around a park. What the fuck? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> just let's the... shoot it. Me and you and Joe. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello. Fun Direction. Um, <laughs> we want to open up.
4: <laughs> you grown Fun Direction,
3: but not the existence of Wonder. <laughs> it's, I think I think we have some. I think we have time for five comments. Uh, if you guys have a couple of uh, question comments that you want to. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus Christ I
7: had no idea oh, Don't success. walk towards the mother What about wrong direction? Huh? yeah <laughs> uh, Oh, Actually, I think this God. bit is done. Direction. <laughs> it doesn't
5: it sound as crazy? Done. What? done. <laughs> done. It's right? done.
3: Direction. I, oh, way, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm looking at the panel and all I can think of is scanners. Like I just want someone's hand to fold open. He
4: wants
3: mine to do it. So it's a question. It's a comment. It's a quip. really pieces. We've done this song 200. times! at least um, You what's right by her she's gonna fucking punch okay, sir. <laughs> i'm sorry does anyone over here have any question to express anything at all just raise your hand and shout it out if i could just see
4: any just let it happen
3: you learn, haven't, you, haven't you ever learned the casual mouth touch? It's the quickest way to creep someone out. Just like in the middle of a conversation be like, yeah, so we're going over to the restaurant later and then
4: you know, you know, you
5: just hey, uh, lady, there's a microphone over there if you don't want to stand next to me. <laughs> uh, what?
3: I hope it's barely. <laughs> <laughs> me too! Baby <laughs> <laughs> train, no! Let's make a website that's just like bears fucking in the wild. We call them bear and eagle. That would be so goddamn funny. Right?
4: Because people can tell. Whoa,
3: you know Simba's four, but in bear years, the that's eagle shop, bear pussy. At the gift shop, we sell those right to bear arms. Yes, yes. I'll uh, <laughs> see the buffers. I hope your question is pun related. <laughs>
6: I have a comment and a question
1: That's
3: equipment Uh, equipment. equipment.
6: Uh, Joel, my little sister is 10 and she watches MST3K every day so some kids aren't comedians
4: You're talking about his children Those are his kids that sprang from his loins. Joel, I'm so sorry
7: It's okay, come forward She pleases me this one.
6: Spotlight earlier, and he was talking about how um, one director made him catch bull semen in a cup. And so I was wondering if you're the if you're the director that likes to mess with
8: their actors. I, I try I try not to, but when it's needed, I do. <laughs> it like bull semen or just no, no, general? No, no. bull, bull semen. No. But, but, uh, but in uh, Pacific, Pacific Rim, Seen, yes. Pacific, yes. yes. Pacific, no. <laughs> <laughs> so we did Pacific Rim. There's
4: Look at you, I can't, can't see it
8: <laughs> well, we did. We did, a, a, with Idris Elba, there's a, there's a scene where they are in the middle of a combat and they were in a, in a real rig, huge, uh, several stories high that shook and it was very uncomfortable and I knew that they were really suffering and Idris said, the next scene is with, with water and smoke and sparks and steam, so it's going to be really unpleasant and he said, Really? How much water? I said, very little, very little. Mostly in the foreground. The rest will be the stone guys. And then we opened nine valves, of water. <laughs> nine valves
4: of water. And
8: he got soaked. And I knew he was locked into the set. He couldn't move.
4: So I said,
5: sorry. act. Sorry.
8: Oh. <laughs> How feel like a question,
3: oh god, your hand, uh, your arm, uh, never mind. Uh, stop touching. <laughs> Thank you for your question and comment. Uh, Anyone do... else want to get molested by
4: Chris? hands <laughs> yeah, went down. Yeah. Suck on that business. Yeah,
3: that's how I do it. we <laughs> must love it. <laughs> hey, what's going on?
6: Hey. hey. Okay,
4: so,
3: this is a co cool um, first I'd like That's to...
6: That's a question, question
4: of co e <laughs> <laughs> This is my seventh
5: show,
3: so I'm kind of, uh... You know, your seventh
5: show? I don't show even think seven? Jonah's seven. been to yeah. seven. <laughs> That's fucking more than I can handle.
4: Okay, so,
5: first of all, I'd like to say congratulations on
4: your
3: ninth year of survival. Oh, thank you very much.
4: Yeah, I proved I can do it. Kid.
3: Um, well, first of all, I'd probably see if there are a way to prevent major tragedies. Um,
4: <laughs> but
3: after you realize that's not possible...
4: <laughs>
3: yeah. With a crystal ball, would I have still done what? All
4: of this. See, see what all of this has become.
3: Would I still want to do it?
4: Yeah. Oh, fuck
3: yeah! What are you kidding? Of course! I mean, this is the... <laughs> <laughs> everything
4: He likes this.
3: Guys, I wouldn't change a thing about you! <laughs> <laughs> The most amazing, like, what about this,
4: dude? <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, Joel has literal crystal balls, <laughs> not too distant, boner, that's a like crystal ball, <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs>
3: not too distant, boner, which you can't fake. Uh, <laughs> Um, Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just To answer you somewhat uh, Sincerely and kind of um, uh, Gooey uh, um, It's been an amazing experience Like I I genuinely don't have to work On anything I don't want to And so when I hear Guillermo say like It's so much fun to say no when you don't want to do something Because for so much of your career early on You would constantly have to be like Alright, I guess I kind of got to do it You know, and now not having to do that But then still getting the
8: rewards of like You put away the knee pads
4: no yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, more oh, Pacific Windows! <laughs> He's referring to truck stop boy <laughs> 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 in the world uh, in the early
3: 80s. Turns. I'm having the new pants, <laughs> bronze. Um but um but yeah, I mean to get to you know get to people to get to have people like Joel and Guillermo or, or just like or or, or Jonah John. and Matt it's just like Travis. Don't forget uh, Travis. I was <laughs> 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 Who said that? A one art specialist? Who said that? Sure. <laughs> Hello. Uh, I was getting there, Travis, um, but your derby made you blend in with the duveteen of the, uh, of the... you say poutine? No. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's been an amazing experience, and I, I wouldn't cha- I wouldn't change anything. It, I mean, it'd be crazy to try... Tra- Bravo!
5: It's a, it's a, I'd change a couple things, dark options. Uh, uh,
4: <laughs>
3: uh, Yes, sir.
5: Yes. I, um, I nice plum tree shirt, man. I'm
6: uh, Scott Pilgrim for uh, Comic Con. It's my costume. Yeah. Alright, I actually met you yesterday. I remember. Yeah, and um... Uh, I really do remember. I met
1: you at the escalator
6: right outside the con. Yeah, and I felt like really... I was really sad at myself. I was like, oh, I forgot to ask for a picture. But that's either here or there. Um, no, that's,
5: oh, that's here. <laughs> and there.
6: Alright, I, I, I do have equipment. Um, my uh... I I mentioned to him yesterday, I just wanted to share with everyone else that the first thing, I didn't realize until years later, the first thing I ever saw of Chris was when he guest starred on Boy Meets World. Well, thank you for your (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs)
1: time. What
3: was Topanga like? kid didn't watch me like, what girl did tits that big at that age? Like, it, <laughs> I think that shaped me in a way we all know is true, man. <laughs> what shape
6: would that be,
4: man?
3: <laughs> yes.
6: All right, and my, uh, my question is, I'm a, uh, sorry, I'm a third year film major, so it's about that time I'm looking for like, internships. So I was just wondering... <laughs> wow. I know, good luck with that. If right? I
3: couldn't read your shirt, I would think you were dressed as Hulk Hogan post sex. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Banner, Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that was a good joke, and I really deserve a lot more. Are you kidding me? Sc- skinny, nerdy, white guy, Bruce Banner, Hogan Do you see how fucking well? Explain it, more Explain it. <laughs> right. more. Bruce Banner was the human form of the Hulk. Joe, what was it like when you had to explain history size Science Theater The Hulk was like an anthropomorphic boner. Uh, I- but he was a
4: very green. He was
3: green. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with purple pants. <laughs> I'm a dinosaur. <laughs> and <some> dinosaur I, <laughs> and
4: I roar. I, I, I I I'm a dinosaur. <laughs> and sometimes I roar. <laughs> I'm a dinosaur. <laughs> and the guy,
3: Jurassic Park Avenue and uh, playing town. I'm sorry you were gonna you want an internship yeah
5: no. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna learn I'm gonna learn what I learned from I'm gonna tell you what I learned from Garbo
8: no <laughs> pass on your knee pads please <laughs>
3: Let me tell you a little story about shipmates.
6: (laughs) So, anyway. No, my question was, uh, what were all yours, uh, like, first job in the entertainment industry? Like, what was that, like, that lowest position?
3: Well, it was this for Matt.
7: Think comedy and everything else was all right. All right. All right.
3: That was a good show. that That was Todd Glass and Jimmy Dore. Yeah. That was before the Nerdist. Yeah. I've
7: been doing podcasts long before you, buddy. Oh shit.
3: Oh shit. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. (laughs) That's okay, Jonah. Uh,
5: I was a writer's assistant on the show, the Andy Milanaka Show on MTV, and uh, I didn't know how to use Excel or a computer for the most part. Or uh, I didn't. I didn't know you could uh, have the printer. Put the pages in order because uh, or so, uh, so I would You uh, go to college, fancy pants So I would Print each and every page of the script out And then put them all together by hand And staple them And then I didn't know what to do if the staple wouldn't go through And then I got fired <laughs> But then they rehired me as a writer
3: So that was nice It all worked out for you <laughs> What about you, Gabriel? What was your very first?
8: I, I, I dug a grave in a movie uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I did that in real life. <laughs> it, real. it was a real cemetery, it was a Mexican movie. I think it was illegal. <laughs> and I did it and in the same movie I was PA and I also was a stunt driver. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, a very bad action. What about you, Travis? Uh,
7: oh Jesus Christ. This is gonna sound okay. I wrote the hundred and fifty million dollar movie.
1: I sold my first screenplay out of film school and yeah, FUCK YOU! FUCK YOU That hat makes I so know. much more love sense. It, it. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't complain.
4: <laughs>
1: I know I know that sucks, but but yeah, it's it's been it's been Anytime like I go back to the film school where I graduated and they always ask me advice, like, how do how do I break into the industry? How do I break into the industry? I'm like, I don't even fucking know how I broke
7: into the <laughs> industry. Just <laughs> sell
5: a script right before you leave. <laughs> Just write
3: some, make a hit song!
7: You write something <laughs> and then you sell it for money. I don't understand what you
3: dummies want. <laughs> how do I get rich? Get a billion dollars! Have someone give me 000, 000. I'll go to fat shop and see ya. That's okay. <laughs> On the okay. Justin Timberlake story. There's nothing wrong with that, but do you, do you ever feel like a weird? Do you ever feel like artist guilt or something? Like, oh uh,
1: yeah, yes, yeah. Like, well, I think when it comes out of nowhere, like you have this this looming, unstated suspicion that it could just go away out of
3: nowhere too. Like, like when you sell Chris Hardwick an iPod case in 2007. <laughs> that takes me back, man. Apple store.
5: <laughs> That's the porn guy. He's a Pacific room job. <laughs>
1: um, but no, I, I I feel like I had to have like a few jobs before I felt like you know like no, I, it wasn't a fluke and I can do this and I can keep doing it. So, cool. but yeah, at the beginning it was like it was like who's gonna take my pass away? Like you know, and you're always looking over
7: your shoulder. Uh, what about you, Joel? I um I just was a stand-up. I mean, I didn't really do anything in the show business. That is the lowest of change. love. <laughs> <laughs> you know. All right. Uh. What? No, yeah. all right,
3: I'm you go. didn't
5: pay enough to. Hang to a I'm <laughs> all these yeah.
3: Once exactly. you have more money, you can talk, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you have changed since ten minutes ago. He's—he's he's not <laughs> changed at all. That's exa- hes always been that guy. Oh, my voice sounds weird. It's so weird hearing you and not seeing you. <laughs> I'm inside your head, Matt Myra.
4: Oh, I was just like to listen to the podcast.
3: It's gross. Oh. Hey. <laughs> oh
4: Oh, no, babe! I think it's
3: time you and I went to the park! For for what, babe? I love the haunted mansion ride. Is this room actually splanching? At first, I thought we weren't going to get along, but now. I have a bad rap because I have a face thing. (laughs) Hi, what's your equipment? Uh, The seats aren't cheap
8: enough. Move back. I was wondering if we could ever expect to see Hellboy 3. Ooh. You know, I, 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 I want uh, to say yes, hopefully someday uh, somebody will come along with the will to give us enough Ooh, sorry. money to end the world. Sorry. Just watch season 3
3: of Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> or,
8: or Frankie goes boom. <laughs> no, I think uh, we're, we're trying... Those people are very sad, right. sad up there with the but, uh,
3: phone with the iPhone. <laughs> very last row. Head out there, Chris. Go, 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 go. So maybe we're the right party. We're so, the right. Give it a free high fives, but not free because you paid to to the show. $30 high five with convenience fees. How convenient is it to click a fucking button on a computer? Okay, okay, okay.
6: Okay, 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 okay,
3: okay. Okay. They fuck you with the drive-thru. <laughs> Nothing. Okay. I was just referencing Lethal Weapon too. I see TARDIS like NASA, I have it too. No one else can see shit, Chris. Well, oh, you got it because of me. What? I see it. How far did I that Chris? <laughs> Holy fuck, we sold a lot of tickets. Was <laughs> there a dude running his own wave back there? Someone's gonna get another Jack You did. <laughs> I went to UCLA! (laughs) Jesus
4: Christ! I can't fucking handle
0: it! Oh my God, I just shit came! Me too! I know people that, like, knew about it, it doesn't matter. Uh,
5: Oh my God, if that's a real thing, (laughs) shit coming, I'm in. I
4: got a question from Jonah Ray. (laughs)
3: What's up, girl?
4: Yeah, what's up, Oh, is
3: that pussy talking, Jonah? Damn. 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 you wanna know? So,
0: like, I love your Bing commercial.
5: What? You know
0: what you're talking about. Uh, uh, I got really so excited when I was watching Hulu and I was like, oh my god, I know that voice. It's Jonah Ray. That's
5: not me, that's some guy that shaves his face.
0: Oh <laughs> is that you're a big man, man? Um, is that you at the end that goes ding?
5: Uh. Because
0: it sounds like you.
5: <laughs> 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 this is like You went nuts to ask a question. <laughs>
4: Here,
3: <laughs> <watch>. <laughs> it's, like it's like you're really close, close like though. Yeah. Yeah. Just, what's your name? Quincy. And what's your uh, Twitter handle? Uh, Quincy Trigillo. Md. Quincy Trigillo,
4: shit, <laughs> shit.
3: <laughs> Y. <Twincy, Trigillo, laughs> that's too many, I
0: never
3: It's uh,
0: Quincy Trigillo. It's. Don't make me, I just.
3: Okay, good. Well, I just want people to tweet at you now. So you're on Twitter to get no followers? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry Jonah didn't answer your question.
6: What can you answer?
3: it? Yeah, it's him. I don't know, pardon. <laughs> Jonas still refuses to publicly acknowledge anything about anything. That's not me then. <laughs> It's me and a Jonas. I don't, so, I
4: don't
3: <laughs> we almost we have to ramp up the show in a sec. I know oh. I love oh I love you too. <laughs> when's talking dead? Tomorrow no Sunday nights. I fucking forgot what day it was. Jesus. Are Christ. When are you
5: when are you flying back to Los Angeles? I'm moderating
3: the Walking Dead panel tomorrow, and I'm getting on a plane and going back to LA to do Talking Dead on Sunday. Away? Bye. It's fucking awesome. Um, hey, high five. Fucking high five. Motherfucking high five. Oh my god. Why? Thirty dollar high five. Um, I think we just have time for one more quimmet. Is there uh, a...
4: Do we have. Time for one
3: more. One more. Is it, is it, what, about,
7: what about this guy? Hey, how's it going? Um, first of all, Chris and Jonah, was awesome seeing you at Course of the Force over the summer. Thank you. I was busy, all um, right? Yeah. <laughs> you don't care about children.
5: Uh,
3: what are you guys going to be doing
7: tomorrow during
3: Comic Con? What are you excited to see when you to visit? Is that question not for me because you only cited I feel like. Uh, I, well, I'm, I'm running around the con all day tomorrow, moderating panels and stuff, so I won't, I won't, uh, That that'll be... I'm going to tomorrow. every Chris Hardwick panel. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we have time for one more comment. Is there a really good one? <laughs> oh, not the exactly. uh, is there... What? Chris, it's your birthday. It's your birthday. Chris doesn't give a shit. Happy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. vagina escape day. <laughs> you got a one in thirty chance of someone else in this room having a birthday too. <laughs> that guy right in the front row. That works, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. What's so funny you mentioned
4: that my friend? almost didn't make it? She's delivering babies, and
6: they
4: all deliver at
3: the same time. You look great. <laughs> You're delivering babies to who?
4: Babies, get your fucking babies! Joe,
3: you wanted the baby. Yes. I have a three-part
1: question for you. Oh. No, 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 oh, no! It's, it's very right. simple. It's his
3: birthday.
1: And We just got engaged, so
3: gross. What? <Fucking> gross. We have to be too, so this all right. Law
1: prenuptial. <laughs> Do you ever plan to expand Nerdist Industries to the East Coast? Do you you want to run it part-time? And yes, I will run it for
3: you part-time. You just covered everything I would have needed to know. I don't know if we'll expand. Chris, could we have offices maybe on Martha's Vineyard where I could look out for sharks all the time? Uh, Chris, what?
4: Monica
3: wants... Oh, Monica! Hey, Mon. Hi. That's Monica Moon, that's uh, Chris's assistant. She that's Monica ready. Moon, you guys! She cleans his Jaguar. Well.
4: She cleans his Jaguar. Jack-
3: <laughs> Where? Well, I feel like that's something I would have said. But I didn't. Guys, they're having a moment. It's a sensual moment. I don't know what's happening. She's got a vest. Chris doesn't.
2: That's my story. Oh, I do. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> what's her name? Hey, Thanks, buddy. My hey, name's Eric. Hey. Hey, Eric.
0: Hey, Eric.
2: Um, I am a First off, if you haven't noticed, um, we have a Portal Doctor Who t shirt that's matching. I get Do- it. They take two things I love and they get my money. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so first off, the, the comment I want to thank you very much, Chris, for um, putting all your time and effort into making us fans, um, um, you know, just helping us out. And um, Oh, it's uh,
3: some of his time and effort?
2: <laughs> yes. It's yes, all of his time and effort okay. because I know you're extremely busy. And um, so. When I reached out to you and uh, you got back to me, I just want to say thank you. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. <laughs> leading into my next question, um, I have a question actually for my girlfriend. Oh, um, oh shit! Oh fucking shit! I don't know. and underneath the stars, you would much rather come here and share this moment with these beautiful people and, uh, beautiful fans here. So, um, I love you so much. And uh, you make me the happiest person in the world and you know, the funniest, smartest girl I know. So, please, um, you know, can we... S- spend the rest of our lives together, and, and you know, we're just some people in the center of Ohio, and we're here in New York, off of Broadway, and uh, Chris is blessing here, so... I'm not sold yet. <laughs>
8: Keep going. <laughs>
2: the worst thing that ever happened to me, so um, uh, please, Lindsay, will you marry me? Aaron!
4: Yes! Oh! <laughs> that would have been so bad! she yeah. my birthday bro!
3: Speech before you ask a question. A little late, a little late on this you, you could have fucked every girl in here. Um, uh, except when you said we're off Broadway. That was a bit insulting. How are you feeling? I'm in shock. You okay? You want to throw up? A oh little. I want you to know that he blocked you on Twitter to make this happen. <laughs> He blocked the <laughs> <you laughs> <and laughs> engagement's off! Because he tweeted at me and said, Hey, I wanna do the proposal, and he had blocked you because someone else was like, Hey, your girlfriend probably follows you, dickhead, and he was like, I blocked her, and we're like, What? <laughs> <laughs> How long have you guys been together? Years. Two months. How many <laughs> four years? And now it's time. Where so you guys live in Ohio? And you came out here for your comic? Yeah. It's a very special people really win on MTV. Oh wait. That's <laughs>
4: What
2: to say. Um, congratulations, you guys. Uh, people should send you congratulations on Twitter. What is your Twitter? Uh, mine's Eric with a C, J, L. And you are?
0: Linz Hughes.
2: L-I-N-D-S-H-U-G-H-E-S. Fucking, I'm
4: awesome. He says that after
3: every one Congratulations, you guys. Come in for- puzzle. So, I, you know, the worst part of it was, okay, I'm going to give you a little behind the peak, a behind the curtain peak. I realized the cue line was going to be, okay, we have one more equipment. And I turn around, I'm like, I don't know which guy it is. <laughs> yeah.
4: So I realized, <laughs> like
3: me and Cameron were like, it's going to be him. Because you said you just got engaged. I was like, oh, I thought he was going to do it. <laughs> In front of everyone, not just go, hey, we got engaged. got a few <laughs> Chris, if you had been at Soundtrack you would have known they were sitting there were so this is this is why the hat's good. You can always be like, hey, I'm the guy with a hat. The guy, yes,
7: exactly!
3: Fuck <laughs> you
1: guys! And now when I walk
5: in the room, people know, hey, it's out the hat off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you think that guy's
3: hat's real big? <laughs> okay. I don't know what that was. Uh well, this has been an incredible night, you guys. We're going to come out and sign stuff afterwards, and I think Joel's coming out. Uh, are you going to come out and sign? Um, Jonah, Jonah has some awesome uh, T-shirts out there as well that are, that are new. Jonah Radio merchandise, guys. Jonah yeah. Yeah. So, Radio! Jonah so, uh, <laughs> <to a> Radio! Next week. Next week. So we're going to come out. I think we're going to be signing in the lobby. Um, I- I'm sorry if they moved everyone along quickly. It's just... Uh, we, we just want to make sure people aren't here for four hours because we have to, the, the venue has to close at a certain time, so we'll get through everyone, uh, but if, you know, if they move you along, please don't be angry at us. But, um, thank you so much for coming out to the Nerdist Podcast live. and an amazing to see you. Please let
4: me thank my best, Joel Hawks and Travis Beecham.